0: Today, Merrick Garland gets grilled by Congress. We uncover a drag queen church service in Dallas. And John Fetterman continues to embarrass Pennsylvania. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and today, Attorney General Merrick Garland testified before the House Oversight Committee on topics ranging from Hunter Biden's federal case to January 6th and Ray Epps, but he started the day off with a very tearful opening
1: statement. Watch. The law will treat each of us alike. That promise is also why I am here. My family fled religious persecution in Eastern Europe at the start of the 20th century. My grandmother who was one of five children, born in what is now Belarus, made it to the United States, as did two of her siblings. The other two did not. Those two were killed in the Holocaust. And there is little doubt that but for America, the same thing would have happened to my grandmother. But this country took her in and under the protection of our laws. She was able to live without fear of persecution. That protection is what distinguishes this country from so many others. The protection of law, the rule of law, is the foundation of our system of government. Repaying this country for the debt my family owes Or our very lives, has been the focus of my entire professional career.
0: I have a feeling my panel will have something to say about that. Well, despite the emotional opening statement, things got contentious quickly as Republicans pressed Garland on the Hunter Biden investigation. Now, previous whistleblower testimony alleged that Garland had prevented special counsel David Weiss, then U.S. attorney in Delaware, from following through in his investigation into Hunter. He was asked about that.
1: Under oath today, your testimony is you have not had any discussions with Mr. Weiss about this matter? Under oath, my testimony today is that I promised the the Senate I would not um, intrude in his investigation. I do not intend to discuss internal Justice Department uh, deliberations, whether or not I had them. Oh, okay. So your your testimony today is you're not going to tell us whether you've had discussions with Mr. Weiss. My testimony today is I told the committee that I would not interfere. I made clear that Mr. Weiss would have the authority to bring cases that he thought were appropriate. Mr. Weiss's letter. Okay.
0: He was also asked whether he had participated in any conversations with FBI headquarters about the Hunter Biden investigation. And here's the thing, that's when his memory just got uh, a little bit foggy, watch.
1: Have you had personal contact with anyone at FBI headquarters about the Hunter Biden investigation? Uh, don't re- I, don't, I don't recollect the answer to that question, but the FBI works for the Justice Department. It's, uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You don't, recollect, you don't recollect whether you've talked with anybody at FBI headquarters about an investigation of the president's son? I, I don't believe that I did. I promised the Senate when I came um, before it for confirmation that I would leave Mr. Weiss in place and that I would not interfere with his investigation. Okay, did I you have ever... I have kept that promise. All right. Mm.
0: And although you, yourself, you're sitting here watching a different set of standards for conservatives across the country, you got grandmas waving American flags in the Capitol who are receiving jail time while BLM burns down cities and gets their cases dropped, but don't worry. Merrick Garland can assure you there is no 2 tier justice system here in America. Watch.
1: And our job is to uphold the rule of law. That means we apply the same laws to everyone. There is not one set of laws for the powerful and another for the powerless, one for the rich and another for the poor, one for Democrats and another for Republicans, or different rules depending upon one's race or ethnicity or religion.
0: You have to imagine the Bidens and the Clintons were sitting there dying laughing at that answer. Here to discuss this and more, we have Gear, host of Stu Does America, which you can find right here on Blaze TV, also on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts, as well as Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, which you can find on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, so Jason, I'm going to, Jason was very viscerally reacting Mm -hmm. to that first clip of uh, a tearful Merrick Garland uh, talking about his grandparents, his grandmother, um, and people fleeing the Holocaust in his family. And it is just fascinating to me because... I do see some of the same Hitler-esque tactics being used by the Biden administration uh, to have his top dog. Stu's already thinking I'm I'm stepping in it here. I stand by my <laughs> remark.
2: I didn't think no, not at all.
0: The top dog uh, lawyer for the Biden regime is is somehow going to tell us about how oppressed these people. I mean, which they were, but like, like they're not doing any oppression here in America.
3: The cognitive dissonance, but that he's using these like authoritarian, you know, Mm -hmm. examples. But that's the exact reason why he's testifying today. Right. And there was multiple other times. There was another clip where, you know, he's like, I'm not the president's lawyer and blah, Mm blah, blah. And I'm like, but you were acting like it. Mm -hmm. That's why you're sitting there. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I just, I just, it, it's just so nauseating when they open up with things like this. You know, he's, he, so he's reading from, you know, his prepared, typed out papers. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering if, they, if it says in parentheses, make sure you tear up here. Right. Like, shut right. up. Right. Just shut up. Yeah. This guy, I mean, it's bad. So he's in a very dangerous position with, within the U.S. government. All the things that he can do, you know, weaponizing government, everything. Imagine if he got to the Supreme Court. Just
0: imagine. I know. I was I, just thinking about that gosh. today when I was watching him.
3: Was he? Oh, I, I'm just I'm really curious if he was radicalized before he was nominated to the Supreme Court. I mean, I'm assuming probably so. imagine Obama that's was why they him wanted there. him. Right. Yeah. But I mean, uh, or if he was radicalized after. I, I don't know. But I mean, oh, my gosh. I just
2: <laughs> I remember he was supposed to be the moderate choice. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he yeah. was the one they were trying to get through the Republican Senate. Uh, he was like, oh, we will pick someone everyone can agree on. Yeah. And it was this guy. Uh, yeah, it's really bizarre. Of course, the reason you start off with something like that is because it's hard to criticize the guy who just talked about his you know, relatives dying in the Holocaust. <laughs> who wants to say anything bad about that guy? But And of course, I agree. I think we all would uh, agree on one of the greatest things about this country is that people from uh, other nations have been able to avoid tyranny and come here and... and Become successful and of have course. their next generations be successful, and maybe become tyrants. Like, mm-hmm. but that's the thing. Yeah, Marilyn like, did. Yeah, it's like amazing,
0: right? You care so
3: much you can be about your grandmother, in this country you want, including a dictator the, Yeah, or a yeah. You,
0: you care so much about what happened to your family, so much about all of the tyranny and oppression that they face, that you've come here to inflict it on America. Great, <laughs> congratulations, <laughs> Merrick.
2: Yeah, I guess it's the actions that I have the problem with yeah. uh, here, and and you know, I think the biggest thing is like we were incredibly close to having him as a Supreme Court justice. And we probably would never have known outwardly how he acted because it's very easy to hide when you're a Supreme Court justice. The way you feel, you you don't have. To, you're going to vote. You're going to write opinions, but you don't. You don't get grilled like Merrick Garland was getting grilled in this uh, testimony here. So we can all be very thankful that he was not. Uh, he was not in there. And you know, this goes back to, of course, before Trump was president. Right? He was Obama was president. He tried to put it through. And it was Mitch McConnell who we all can have major problems with. But if it wasn't for Mitch McConnell holding that back, I don't know. I mean, I do think that the Republicans probably would have voted him down anyway, and probably he wouldn't have gotten through. But who knows with some of the Republicans out there how that would have turned out? At the end of the day, I'm glad we didn't find out. Yeah. yeah. His 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 comment
3: on not
2: recalling I
3: or recollecting. Recollect.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? I cannot recollect whether I had any conversation with FBI headquarters about the Hunter Biden investigation. That's
2: so laughable. Of course he did. Oh, my gosh. It would be impossible for a human being not to have that conversation, right? It's, it's obviously the biggest thing he's dealing with on a day-to-day basis as far as his, his day-to-day life and his, at his job, right? Like, he knows his boss— is the guy's dad. There's no way these conversations didn't didn't happen. And of course, honestly, wouldn't we all sit here and go, "Look, of course he talked about it." I don't even I wouldn't even put that as like a negative. It's the, right. the it's just the, the point of what he how he dealt with the that. The content of the conversation. What was the content of the conversation? Yeah. What were the results of the conversation? That's where I'd have the problem. Of course he talked about it. I don't think anybody would even knock him for talking about it, but he's so Trying to cover for mm-hmm. himself here—that mm-hmm. he can't even admit that basic fact.
3: Mm-hmm. He, he kept—he kept talking about Weiss. He was like, oh, Weiss. We we could probably do a power hour drinking game just off of how many times he said Weiss. (laughs) Because, I mean, look what he's doing there. He's like, I don't know what this is, Weiss. You know what I mean? Like, who who else can I blame, you know? And they're all like that Spider-Man meme. Everybody that's involved in this, they're all Mm -hmm. just doing this, pointing Mm -hmm. to somebody else.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a great point. Um, I want to throw in here, so Gavin Newsom, which obviously is on everyone's radar to be, like, the fill-in just in case something happens, With Joe Biden. Uh, He was asked during a recent interview on CNN uh, about all of these like, hey, what about Hunter using his dad to get these lucrative business deals? And Gavin Newsom's like, oh, please, everyone does it. So I guess it's okay or something. Watch. One of the things that Republicans are relentless on, of course, is Hunter Biden. The House Republicans are now engaged in an inquiry. They're worried about gun gun,
1: gun crimes, which is Remarkable. I'm actually. Very I want to talk about something about
0: else, which is I should say there is no evidence that Joe Biden ah. <laughs> benefited from anything that Hunter Biden was doing. How? Re- the
1: speaker of the House. Well,
0: Republicans have shown that Hunter Biden he tried to leverage his father's name. Oh, but his daddy and, didn't do the president allegedly, mm-hmm. before he was president, joined phone they calls. He didn't allege. Did he did it. He so did That's what was going wrong. on. Do you see anything inappropriate there? I,
2: I don't know enough about the details of that. I yes mean, I've do. seen a little of that.
0: It's right, uh, If right. that's
2: the I new know. criteria, uh, there are a lot of, lot of folks in a lot of industries, not just in politics, where people have family members and relationships, and they're trying to parlay uh, uh, and a little and get a little influence and benefit. In that respect, uh, that's hardly unique. I don't love that any more than
1: you love it or other people, I imagine, love that. Uh, We want to see a lot less of that.
0: Wow, what an answer. And by the way, what a question. What a question. There is no evidence to suggest that Joe Biden had anything to do with this. This was just Hunter trying to play big man on campus. Absolutely no evidence. We don't have text messages from Hunter Biden, WhatsApp messages. We don't have emails copying Hunter Biden in. We don't have Devin Archer, his ex-BFF, testifying that Joe Biden was on the freaking phone dozens and dozens of times. We don't have bank records. We don't have it's like none of those things exist. There is absolutely no Evidence to show that Joe was in on any of it.
3: Absolutely unbelievable. But but this is like, so, you know, the entire case kind of revolves around money laundering and all uh, things that you would expect from like a big mafioso, right? right? Like a mafioso would be involved in this. And we know in every single mafia movie that the Don goes down because his name is personally written on a check that says this is for something illegal. Right? like that, 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 That's thats what they're alleging now. They're, because, yeah, because, yeah, that, because that check does not exist right now, right. or it's not there, right. there's no evidence. Right. That it, this is absolutely insane. They have more evidence on this than I can, probably any major capital crime, you know, case.
0: I, they, more. They literally impeached Donald Trump for what they said was quid pro quo, which you were supposed to believe was some sort of illegal crime, but Was not. It was just a benign term that they turned into this, like, horrible thing over a freaking phone call to Ukraine to root out literally what they are uncovering right now. They impeached him over a phone call with no crime. And now there's no evidence to suggest that. It
2: really... I, I... I am flabbergasted that they're still saying this. Like, five years ago, you wanna say that? All right, I mean, there was still some indication, but okay, you wanna say there's no evidence. We have the laptop, we have access to the emails, the text messages that show that, like, if the, the question was, does, has Jason, is there any evidence that Jason has received money? and uh, But there's 150 text messages between Sarah and I saying, when do we give Jason the money? <laughs> that's evidence that Jason got money. It doesn't prove for certain that Jason received it. Maybe we're just crazy people saying things that aren't happening, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not implausible with someone like Hunter Biden, in, in all honesty. like. Is it possible he was shaking down high level people around the globe saying, my daddy's going to be mad at you. And in reality, Joe knew nothing about it. That's not impossible to believe. But when you start adding all of this stuff up, first of all, it might not be impossible to believe, but that is evidence of this happening. That's so that is true. We have Joe Biden doing the thing, admitting right. to the thing right. that was requested. We know right. he did it. Yes. We only just don't know if he did it for the reason to please his son or to get money. Mm-hmm. And then in addition to this, we know the money came to all of his other family members. We don't We don't have, as of my knowledge right now, a transfer directly from their accounts to Biden's account, so which ridiculous. you're never going to get. Mm-hmm. But we do have tons of people in the family talking about giving the money to Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Hunter Biden uh, and, and multiple other family members, not to mention uh, Devin Archer, not to mention uh, a couple of the other Bobulinski, yeah. and also in addition to that, two other um, uh, business associates of, of Hunter Biden's talking about how they weren't allowed to talk about Joe's involvement in all of this because uh, it's frowned upon. All of this is what you call Evidence, okay? <laughs> this is what it is. It doesn't necessarily, you don't just throw him in jail for it. You right. have a, 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 let's say, an inquiry to mm-hmm. figure out whether he should be impeached over it. I think it's appropriate to do that. But to say, act as if there's no evidence is just like denial. It's like saying there's no evidence that Michael Jackson touched little boys, right? Like, we don't, we weren't there, we don't know for sure, but gosh, there's a lot of people saying it, a lot of eyewitnesses, a lot of people who were there, whatever. You could on any of these types of controversies, but like, there's plenty of evidence. They need to stop saying that. I, I, I appreciate the effort to get people like Evan Newsom on the record of saying something, right? Like, at least say, hey, isn't even Hunter bad? And even Gavin wouldn't go that far. Right. It, it shows something pretty serious about his character. What he said is, is
3: hilarious with the evolution of this story. You know, first it was gobbledygook. No, it's not. You're just, just conspiracy theory. Then it was, no, okay, it's not gobbledygook. It's Russian disinformation, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, then it's like, oh, well, you know, Joe Biden didn't have anything to do with his business, you know, uh, negotiations or deals or anything. Okay, it's lies. Well, lies right, right. All the, right. Right. Like, like he you know,
0: himself said so, multiple times. So right. now
3: the newest version is from, directly from Gavin Newsom is, okay, yeah, but everyone does it, so it's okay. What?
2: That's generally yeah. technically what he just said.
3: Yeah. But yeah. Well, everyone does it, so it's no big deal.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. It's a big deal. It is, and it's something that is a massive problem for the Bidens. They know this. This is why they're moving the goalposts every ten seconds and trying to come up with some line that they can defend. You know, you do this in war, right? You you have a front line. If it breaks down, you fall back and you try to you, you try to set a new line for the enemy to to cross. And. Look, he is trying to do this now. They're trying to, you know, the Cuomos did the same thing. Mm -hmm. Every single time there'd be a new development, they'd move the line a little bit farther. This is actually where we are. This is actually where we are. And this is spinning out of their control. They don't like it.
0: Yeah. Um, All right. We've got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. But we want to thank our sponsor, Eden Pure, who I am particularly thankful for because um, we have had a very evasive skunk in, in and out of our backyard that continues spraying our dog. Uh, I think again? she's gotten, sh- yes. Just, what, what was it, a couple days ago? It was like three nights ago, she got sprayed again. Oh my God. Again! I was like, oh my gosh. So. Uh, an
2: inside dog. <laughs>
0: I need to get the pee pads, I guess, no, I and just so. be like, you're literally never going outside box, in the backyard again. Litter yeah, litter box train. Um, which, by the way, the thunderstorm air purifier from Eden Pure uh, helps with the litter box smells as well. So actually, that that's a great idea. Just all the animals in my house will use the litter box. The Eden Pure uh, gets rid of the litter box smell. So, I mean, I, the animals can just poop and pee in my house, and you wouldn't be able to smell <laughs> a thing. There you go. It will look disgusting, but you won't be able to smell it. Um, so it works. It's this 0 03 type technology. The molecules go out, they seek and destroy the odors and there's no costly filters to ever replace. I have them all over my house. I'm not kidding. I had them running on maximum uh, whenever we got our dog got skunked over and over and over again. And it has been a godsend. Uh, So I'm telling you, if you've got strong odors, you've got people in your house that smoke cigarettes, you've got litter boxes like me, whatever the case may be, this is going to solve your problem. You are going to breathe in fresh, clean air right now. You can save $200 on three thunderstorms for whole home protection. That is three units for under $200 if you go to edenpuredeals.com. Enter discount code Sarah. That is edenpuredeals.com. Discount code Sarah. I don't know if you guys saw uh, over the weekend. I attended church because I oh, like to go to nice. church. Yeah. yeah, I like to go to church. Um, this a church, to brag, but whatever. <laughs> well, this was a, this was a new church for oh, me. Okay, okay. This is called the Cathedral, a Cathedral of Hope oh, in Dallas. That sounds nice. Yeah, and um, they were doing a very special uh, service, and it was um, Drag Sunday. So at church. Yes, at church, some kind of church. Can't tell you who they worship. You might be able to find out from this clip I'm about to play. Um, But it was like I was in the Twilight Zone watching this. They did a special honoring of not just drag queens, but also the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Um, And I'd like to play some of this litany and dedication that they were reading to the drag queens. Watch.
1: Love them, and we, the of all we recognize that all people are made in the loving image of God, no matter who they are, how they dress, and express themselves, or who they love. We celebrate this divine and the
0: We this is, a, this is the past, like, these are the freaking church and leaders.
2: and what, what incredible contributions to the world? Mm. Mm.
0: So, um, whenever anyone questions why I drink, (laughs) because I have to attend this stuff so that I can bring it to you guys. And, um, I, I legitimately, like, I felt like I, I, I had wished that I, like, I'm like, now I need to go to an actual church and church service is already done. And I feel like I need a, someone to like bless me. And because all this just feels very demonic and, um, now I have to go home. (laughs) So, yeah, it was
2: wild. I have so many questions. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So was it an actual, like... So was it a church building in which a bunch of activists came together to simulate, like, the, the, what is it, the perpetual, whatever they are.
0: Sisters of th- Perpetual Indulgence.
2: Them, yeah. They're, yeah. Not, uh, they're not actually trying to be religious. They're mo- essentially mocking religion, right? Well, that's correct. Um, but So were these people mocking religion, Was or was this an actual attempt at a church service at an actual church?
0: This was an actual church. This is a uh, United Church of Christ is what they're denomination is. It says, wow. a, a, um, I'm on their website right now, a congregation of the United Church of Christ. And they legitimately, like, this was a, they, they, they consider themselves believers. They consider themselves so followers of Jesus. Effort. This was a serious effort. Now, there was no, I mean, when they preached the entire sermon, there was no scripture that was quoted obviously um, but they so but the whole thing was like Jesus calls us to love everybody and so that's right. what we're doing
2: like picking out the parts that kind of yes. kind of tied it back up their argument but it was all about their argument yes. it was all about their activism yes
0: yes and they said they, there was one point where they said love the sin hate the sinner you've heard that a lot haven't you well that's not what Jesus calls us to do that's not what i mean they they love were just the like the
3: sin hate the sinner
0: love the love the sinner hate the sin and they said, no, 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 no. You, you may have heard that a lot. You're not supposed to actually hate the sin. You're just supposed to love, and that's all. You're just supposed to be embracing of radic- you know, radical inclusivity, all these. That's what Jesus calls us to do, and that's what we do here at Cathedral of Hope. It's
2: sort of like a church remix,
3: right? It's not, it's not exactly God.
2: It's some, like, remix I mean, it, of God.
0: Yeah, I would say Satan. Okay, yes, okay, okay. Yeah.
2: Going to
3: have, was, was that... So was that the theme of the entire service? Or did they shift into something else? Like, now back to our sermon on the Beatitudes.
0: That was the entire theme. All about. The entire service was billed as Drag Sunday. And I'll tell you this, they asked you to tithe twice, one for the regular offering and one for the drag defense fund. Oh, good. That they, so that they could support all of these poor drag queens who have like, been financially impacted by all of these hateful, bigoted laws.
2: Like you. Like if you yes. donated, you'd be donating
0: against yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's you. By the way, spoiler alert, I did not donate. Oh,
2: I was going to say, how much did you tithe? Yeah, I did, did not tithe. The 10%? The, I
0: did not no. tithe the 10% no, at this particular church. There's, yeah.
2: There's
3: multiple things <laughs> unsettling about this. Yeah, uh, I don't <laughs> I really even really know what to start. But uh-huh. just the thing that hit me right off the bat—the bat—was it like they were creating their own church rituals? Yes. So this yes. this sounds like, like like if you weren't paying attention to the words, what was being said, you would think this was a Catholic mass. Right. Yes. So it's correct. it's being done to mimic a mass, mm-hmm. but like Satanists do this already, Mm -hmm. right? They do very similar, and they do like in their their black mass, they do something very similar. I don't see how, I mean, you just said it, this is just straight up demonic. Yeah. Is what
2: this is. Yeah. (laughs) Can I focus on one part of the message, which was uh, we have to honor all the incredible things that drag queens have done for our society. Incredible contributions to our world. To our world. Like Like to Wong Fu with love. (laughs) That was an amazing contribution. (laughs) There you go. I mean, like, even if you take the most innocuous version of drag queens, right? Like, meant for entertainment, silly entertainment for adults. Uh, you know, you go there, it's a fun night, it's kind of a, a goofy night with your friends. Like, that's the... that. Even if you take that version, there's nothing... There's no huge contribution to the world that's been done by this, right? Like, RuPaul is an entertainer, right? Like, right. has did RuPaul's drag race or whatever the heck she was hosting contribute to the world? Like, no. It's just a bunch of nonsense at its most innocent level, right? And then you take it, of course, to where it is now. And I would assume the reason why this this happens, right? Like, the, the Drag Defense Fund. Like, did they have Drag Queen Sunday eight years ago? My guess is no, right? Because... There'd be no reason to do it. This is a totally bizarre new effort to make this to be as if it's like a new skin color we discovered. It's right. not. Right. It's a bunch of men dressing up as women. That's what it is. Right,
3: right. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's all, to me, it's all, it's, it, it's, it's based off of a Marxist ideology. Um, they have got to replace, you know, class warfare, you know, yeah. with mm-hmm. uh, culture warfare. And every, it's, it's gonna be something new. It's something we haven't thought of yet because it's so ridiculous. Like five years ago, we never would have dreamed that drag queens yeah. were gonna be the new battleground for cultural warfare. Yeah. But here we are. It'll be something re- even more ridiculously stupid in another two years. Or, no, things are going so fast now, another two weeks, yeah. probably. But this is all about creating different sects of society that need to rise up and rebel and, you know, for the revolution.
0: Which. By the way, just as a reminder to the drag queens, um, you can still work. You just can't shake your ass for kids. We think you're hilarious. Right. Like, R- we really do. No just one is asking you around. not to work. Like You can still go do those things, just not in front of children. So I'm not quite sure what the defense fund is for. Um, it would seem to me like any drag queen who finds themselves out of work uh, because nobody wants to host all ages performances probably should be on some sort of watch list. So, um, all right, we've got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more, but we want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. So, um, look, pain. if you're... I don't, know, I don't want to speak for these guys at the table. I think I'm the youngest one here, so I feel what like the? I can say... Ooh, this show Listen, listen, listen. I was going to say, <laughs> when you've reached the age that we all have, mm. you just, maybe just, you're, you got pain. You got some random pain. Maybe you got knee problems like Jason from running in the military, which he obviously doesn't do anymore. <laughs> maybe, maybe you got tennis elbow, arthritis, I don't know, whatever the case may be. Uh, it affects every facet of your life because like, you have less patience and you're grumpier with your you know, spouse and your coworkers. Looking at you, Stu. Me? Am I grumpy? (laughs) If you are in pain, if you are one of those millions of Americans who are in pain, try Relief Factor. It's an anti-inflammatory. It's all natural. But it actually works, and it's going to address the root cause of your pain, which is actually inflammation in your joints. And so when you take it as directed, it really could be life-changing. So I, I suggest that you try it. 70% 70% of the people who do try it go on to keep ordering it because it's working for them. So the odds are in your favor. Go get the three-week quick start. See if it's going to work for you. It's $19.95. And uh, again, 70%. So look, you got nothing to lose except maybe 20 bucks, but you could lose your pain if you go to relieffactor.com. That is relieffactor.com. All right. So last Friday, about 400 students at Perkiomen High School in southeastern Pennsylvania staged a walkout in protest after the district school board decided to uh, allow transgender students to use the restrooms of their choice. So basically allowing boys in girls' bathrooms. And the students said, "Mm mm-mm, not here. And so you see this, those of you who are watching, I mean... I said it's about four hundred students, but look at this line that is seems like more than four hundred a lot of students that are just walking uh, the sidewalk. some of them are holding signs. and I love this part. the parents cheering them on oh, on the other fault. side. Well, I do I do love that they are encouraging them to take a stand. I would like it better if they just pulled their kids out of that school.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, it, it wouldn't have happened if the parents wouldn't have raised a stink about it with the school board long before this. Like, why did it even get that far? So, Wait, I'm, I'm missing the, sto-
2: the story. Is this a good? This is a good story, right? I In think, theory, it, like it's like. Uh, I think it's good. They're protesting a policy which allows yes. transgender. Okay. Yes. 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 We've seen also these these protests go the opposite way, yeah, yeah. where uh, they, you know, this. I mean, look, kids will get do anything to walk out of school. So <laughs> I, I don't know what this says exactly, but it is interesting to see pushback against this. You know, I mean, I don't think it's a it's a crazy request for kids to uh, in their teens uh, to want to wanna maybe go to the bathroom without, you know, their girls without boys in their bathroom. Like that does not seem like a wild request to me. And it's good. You're, I think you're right, sir. It's good that they're supporting. I just feel like there is it's like you're you're. You're trying to like push back against a river here at these public schools. You you can't you can't. No matter how big your hands are, you're not going to stop a river. And it's like this is what this is. You know. I mean, I, I appreciate parents who are fighting to keep uh, public schools as tolerable as possible. But like, if there's any opportunity that you have to pull your kids out and go to either a private school or homeschool or I don't know, send them away to like Saskatchewan and boarding school, it's more than it's probably better <laughs> than what they're doing here. In most of these schools, uh, yeah. you know, it's you realize what an important part of parenting it is. You're sending your kids away for, you know, basically a, you know, a third of their day mm-hmm. and more time than you're going to spend with them. You mm-hmm. know, especially if you're if you're if you've got a job and you're working, you're not going to be able to see them for eight hours a day. Probably, this is a massive part of their life. And if you put them in the wrong school, it's really going to affect them. Yeah, they're they're. They're literally a maybe a football's throw away from the state
3: where this happened, and something very tragic happened. Like a little girl got raped from the same type of policy. I mean, how can you be that ignorant? I mean, they can't be ignorant of the story. They have to know that that happened. It's right there on the same coast. Yeah. The the dangers of this are obvious.
0: Well, it was fascinating, too, to your point, Jason. Um, The school board voted five to four, but one of the school board uh, members was a Republican who voted with Democrats on this issue.
2: There is a weird sect of Republicans that are like this. I mean, we saw this in Utah um, last year where there was a big plea from the governor to be like, guys, come on. It's not a lot of people. Don't be mean. Let them play sports wherever they want. And it's like. You know, it's this very soft, like, let's not be mean version of mm-hmm. Republicanism. But, like, in reality, like, no conservatives are trying to be mean here. That's not what this is. We understand that there, there are a very, there's a very small percentage of people who are transgendered people. These people who go through this process are having real struggles in their life, a lot of them. Some mm-hmm. of them are just, you know, some of them, who knows. But I think in these instances where it's serious... And it's not like trying to get a better, uh, you know, get into the first place at swimming. Um, it's a really, I, I imagine, a tormenting experience okay. for people going through this. No one wants them to be, to have their life any worse uh, than it already is, frankly. But that doesn't mean you have to ruin the, the experience of every other person in the school over right. it. Like, just, if it's something that's serious like that, find a way to deal with that one person. That's all. That's not, a, that's not a big ask right. it's a, and it's also much easier to deal with one person than to piss off half the student body
0: yeah well and so because this all came about because there was a 14 year old freshman I think and um, she came home and basically told her dad I think that there was a boy in the girls restroom and I didn't want to use it and so um, the dad kept pressing her on it as she was coming home from school and she said I, I just stopped using the bathroom at school because I don't I'm I don't want to do it and it's like what right why does that one confused boy take away yeah. all of the other girls' rights. Like we don't, we don't, we sh- we can't be taking away rights at the expense of one confused boy. And so now the girls are less important because they feel uncomfortable.
3: You, I've actually experienced these bathrooms before. I went to New York over Christmas, and we went to this really like hyper lefty uh, performance arts theater or whatever they were doing a play. Yeah. And straight up it was an all gender bathroom oh yeah yeah and i i walked into it and there's there, there were some urinals and there was also some uh you know regular toilets or whatever that had stalls oh, i just walked right up started using use the bathroom at, at the urinal and an <gasps> older older woman walked out of the of the stall and just started washing her hands right next to me
0: that is so oh, well, weird I i've never
3: seen one of those with urinals before with urinals that is very interesting. and i'm just like if it don't bother me, it don't bother you. Don't bother you. It don't bother
0: me. But I mean, but there are, ki- but kids use that.
3: And, and and imagine a predator in that
2: situation oh who goes over there to wash his hands, and that happens. This was a joke on what was it, Ally oh. McBeal? Remember, like, if you remember yeah. that show from back <laughs> yeah. in the day, like the nineties? Wow. It was a joke, right? It was that like they all shared the same bathroom. It was really awkward all the yeah. time. Um, I, I go back to my plea. I've I've asked for this to be the Twenty Eighth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, which is. It solves not only the problem we're talking about, but a much more serious problem. Um, One man, one person, one bathroom, right? Why are we? What year is it? We're sharing bathrooms. We don't need to share bathrooms. Everyone gets to go in their own little room. Why am I tinkling next to another man? (laughs) I don't want to tinkle next to a man or a woman or somebody in between. Let's just all have our own separate rooms like we do at our houses, right? Just wall them off. Let me have my own little room. (laughs) I want a constitutional amendment that guarantees me a single stall, not a stall, uh, not with little holes in the metal so everyone can look through and see you. I want privacy, (laughs) damn it. (laughs) Why? Why? Why are we putting up with this? Forget who's allowed in the bathroom where 14 other people are. Make it so 14 people aren't in the same bathroom. Sorry. This is a big passion. I agree. I agree. Is there any downside? Oh, we don't have enough room. Shut up. You spend like billions of dollars on turtle tunnels so they don't get crushed going across the road. Well, tell me that we have plenty of money, plenty of room for this. Take, I don't know, one payment away from Vladimir Zelensky and pay for this.
0: (laughs) Yes. That's a great point. Um, Okay. All right. We got to take a quick break. We're going to, I think, I don't know. I feel like Stu should like, if you ran for office on this platform, (laughs) you You have the passion behind it. Um, All right. We got to take a quick break, but we want to thank our sponsor, Fast Growing Trees. So fall is planting season and a lot of plants actually do better when they're planted uh, during the fall rather than when it's a billion degrees out in the summer, you've got to go to fastgrowingtrees.com. They've got experts there that curate thousands of plants so you can find the perfect fit for your specific climate location and needs. I know this because I have the opposite of a green thumb. Anything that I touch, it's going to die until I went to fast growing trees. Plus, you also get the benefit of. I don't know, not going to the big box, you know, gardening centers where you go, you pick something out, but then you got to lug it back in your car and then your car gets filled with like potting soil and dirt. And then you got to vacuum out your car. Don't, do that. Just go to Fast Growing Trees. You can order online. Your plants are shipped to you in one to two days. They're at your door. So whatever your climate is, whatever your soil needs are, they've got you covered. You type in their information, they'll send you what will do best in your area, and they have in-house experts ready to help you make the right selection. So you can go to fastgrowing slash news. Uh, and you get 15% off. You also will be uh, benefited by their 30 days alive and thrive guarantee. So go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash news 15% off now through October 15th. Well, congratulations, everyone. Stu, you mentioned the billions and billions of dollars that we are sending to Ukraine. Uh, I will have you know that we are also, as taxpayers, uh, paying uh, for a, what, $5.7 million grant that will be used to create a trauma-informed care program for <laughs> journalists experiencing online harassment. <laughs> so this is, the, the, I want to read you the, the description. It says it will address links between two significant problems impacting trust in contemporary communication systems, including the broad and rapid spread of <gasps> misinformation and abuse and harassment directed at members of expert communities. And of course, expert communities are journalists, scientists, so Dr. Fauci, and public health officials. And I don't know, I I don't know how much Taylor Lorenz had to do behind the scenes to make this possible for her, but if you recall, um, she had a very, very emotional interview on MSNBC a while back about all of of the harassment and death threats that she got on Twitter, watch.
3: There's many people that are tweeting, you know, here's these are Taylor Lorenz's loved ones. They have everyone. photos. Wow, these are all photos of your family members. Yeah, children. All, yeah, they'll, they'll threaten children. They'll threaten my parents. I've had to remove but you every don't, she doesn't have single children. Single social tie. I had severe PTSD from oh, this. I I contemplated oh suicide. It got
0: really bad. Oh no. You feel like any little piece don't of information. Oh, no. That gets out on you will be used by the worst people on the oh. internet to destroy your life. Oh no. And it's. So isolating and terrifying. It's horrifying. Oh no. I'm so sorry. Oh,
1: it's overwhelming.
0: It's really hard. Maybe you should have not doxed lips of TikTok in the first place, and none of this would be happening to you because you're a garbage person. Maybe. <laughs>
2: I don't know uh, she's more upset than Merrick Garland was about it the <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's incredible I mean here's the thing and this is a crazy thing that people don't understand you don't have to go on Twitter Really? You know, uh, a lot of things are said on Twitter, terrible things all the time, and you don't ever have to know they occur. Really? That's one way to not make yourself cry. And the idea that, like, oh, these people are being threatened, look, it, people are awful on the internet. I don't know if anyone's ever re- realized this before. That's very much a big thing, big, especially from a person who is literally employed to cover the internet somehow. <laughs> That's a job. Uh, she, you'd think she'd be That's aware potential. of this, and <laughs> she looks beautiful there. <laughs> Um, it's a very, nice, very nice picture, but it's so ridiculous. Like it just, I, she's like, she's such a fascinating person in some ways because she's sort of like a, a you know, how they have those composite characters in movies, like you know, the, in Moneyball, the 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 assistant GM wasn't, uh, wasn't really a real person. It was a composite person of a bunch of analytics people, and it's like in this. Movie of our life here. She's like a composite of of the downfall of our society. Like a person who would cry and be so disturbed, contemplate suicide over a couple of tweets. PTSD. PTSD. Like you know, people as you know, Jason go to war. Like bombs explode next to them. Their friends die. That's what causes PTSD, not Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's just—it's like the the weakness of mm-hmm. of, of the American people mm-hmm. when you see it, like if this is our next generation, we are We're so screwed. effed. We're screwed. I, like I, 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 we are so deeply screwed yeah. if that's the way we handle life. Get uh, get a grip on yourself. Yeah. You don't. You don't. Seconds. You don't have to be a public profile. You don't have to be a public person
3: for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. And if you can't handle the heat, then just don't even get into that profession. Like right. people always ask me, "Do you read comments and stuff like that when you make appearances on shows?" Yeah, because I think it's hilarious. Right. <laughs> right. Especially the most unhinged ones. Those are hilarious. Right. Yeah. Not I PTSD inducing.
0: I, well, I agree, coming from someone who does actually also receive many death threats, I don't cry about it. It's just it like shouldn't I, happen. To no, you of, to her. No, of course. It, I mean, does, right, it does. Right, it does. And you deal with it. And you know what? If I didn't want to deal with it, I would leave the profession. Yep. I would yep. go do something else with my time where I wouldn't receive death threats. And I certainly wouldn't be doxing people online just to push a certain narrative. So, I don't know. Maybe don't do that and it won't happen to you. Um, all right, got to take a quick break. We'll be back. Well,
2: you haven't doxed anyone to it happened to you. Well, that's fair. <laughs> it's the internet. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's what happens. I mean, you know.
0: Senator John Fetterman uh, was recently asked about the United Auto Workers strike and um, <clears throat> very coherent answer he gave, watch.
3: My message to the, the CEOs the is, you know, it's $74 million, you know, collectively earning that. You know, how many yachts can they need, you know, to, to, yacht, to, to water uh, yeah. uh, ski behind it? You know, I mean, it's just crazy
0: how many yachts do you need to ski behind them i i'm sorry i need to hear that one more time
1: mm. my message to the the ceos ceos
3: is ceos you know, it's 74 million dollars you know collectively earning that you know how many yachts can they need you know to, to yacht to, to water uh ski behind it you know i mean it's just crazy Wait, the
0: yachts are being skied behind this something. Is your boy. How is it my boy? This is your state. Come on, it's not my state. <laughs> you own the state when you are a Philly fan.
2: He's a, a Steelers fan, first of all. <laughs> it was it was Dr. Oz was the Philly fan in That's, that race.
0: No, he did say the Eagles are better than the Eagles, which he means he Eagles does like the Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> He's admitting
2: the obvious. The it Eagles also are better than the
0: Eagles. It also means he hates the Eagles apparently. <laughs> apparently. <But laughs> That's a state of things. Again, I feel like I have to say this every time. A hundred people in the entire country. It's only a hundred, and this is one of them. That's the best we can do, America.
2: Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more
1: Blaze Media content at theblaze.com/podcasts.